the volume. It's Moneyline Monaco presented by FanDuel. The sports calendar is packed and there is no place better to get in on the action than FanDuel. So many sports to bet on. NBA, March Madness around the corner. You got the PGA Tour, hockey, and then some. The app is safe, secure, super easy to use. FanDuel has exclusive offers, boosts, and more all month long. When you win, you'll get paid fast. FanDuel has lots of ways to play. The spread, the money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting. You can combine multiple bets from the same game in a same-game parlay and try out same-game parlay. Plus, just download the FanDuel app today to make every moment more. Disclaimer. 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager, only $10. Deposit required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com forward slash sportsbook. FanDuel is offering... Online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Call 1 877 8 Hope New York or text Hope New York 467 369 New York. Call 1 800 Gambler. Visit fanduel.com forward slash RG. Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, Virginia. 1 800 Next Step or text Next Step to 53342 Arizona. 1 888 789 7777 or visit ccpg.org forward slash chat. Connecticut. 1 800 9 with it. Indiana. 1 800 522 4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Kansas 1-877-770 stop Louisiana visit mdgamblinghelp.org Maryland 1-800-522-4700 Wyoming or visit www.100gambler.net West Virginia there is nothing like Betting the tournament on a March Madness Thursday and going so ballistic in the live betting paint. You have to cancel your Manhattan dates for the weekend. Welcome back to another episode of Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco. I'm your host, Alex Monaco. We are live on Amazon Amp, the Volume Sports YouTube channel, wherever you get your podcast. Please subscribe, rate, review goes a long way. We are sleeves rolled up in the trenches whenever this hits your eardrums amidst the first round and the second in the tourney whose bracket was not busted. Furman, Princeton, sick, diabolical. This was like Frank the Tank in old school throwback Thursday on a Friday hitting you on a Saturday saying, I'm not going to have one. I'm not going to lie bet. I'm not going to do it. And then next thing you know, I'm grabbing the mic from Snoop and I'm telling everyone to join me on a live betting spree. Look, the March Madness tournament is savagery. Princeton, a team that probably reads for pleasure more than hits the gym, just beat the Pac-12 champions. A guy who had a ring under his belt for Virginia Threw a pick six with a timeout in the corner. I had to remind myself I'm betting on kids. So I didn't take my phone and huck it out the Scotty Van Bad Beat window when I bet Virginia live. This is the tournament. But look, I've sat here. I've told you UCLA to the final four. Duke on a long shot to the final four. We are still intact. I got a couple picks for you in a bit on the pod for Saturday. 
Of course, though, we have to talk out a little Aaron Rodgers, just rehash where we're at with it, briefly graze over the NBA MVP. And this, of course, will lead us to my four picks at the end of the episode for Saturday's March Madness action. I'll remind you who I'm on in the final four. Again, objects and mirror are never as they appear in this tournament. You have to adjust. Now, your brackets are locked. But as a daily better, which is which is what I am, I'm going to try to explain the painting that I'm looking at through just a day or a round of college basketball. But let's get into Aaron Rodgers, who, again, fascinating. I talked about this yesterday, so I'm just going to hash over. I'm waiting to bet on Jets futures. The value is gone. It's not going to dip more than it dipped on FanDuel, our shop here as it already has moved. The value is gone. What I mean is the Jets are 750 to win the AFC. They were 15 to 1 10 days ago. They were 25 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. They're now down to fifth. Excuse me. They are now down all the way. Let me triple check my stigmatism. Yeah, to 15 to 1. The Jets are only behind the Chiefs, Eagles, Bills, Bengals, Niners, and Cowboys to win it all. The Jets haven't made the playoffs since. Facebook was still being used by everybody not named over 40. The Jets haven't won a division since MySpace Top 8. The Jets haven't won a Super Bowl since I was negative 30 years old. I digress. You have to wait because there is no more value. You have Mahomes, Burrow, Tim the Toolman Allen, Justin effortless Herbert SoCal locks flow and Lamar Jackson and the guy in Cleveland and Sean Payton and Russell Wilson. It's a joke. So again, I study nonverbal body language like a mensch over here. All right. What are people saying that they're not saying? When people are showing, showing you who they are, believe them. Aaron Rodgers, I've said this, Colin said this. He doesn't have a wife. He doesn't have an owner at the moment. He's loaded. The guy's golfing, swinging, dating, hobnobbing. No one tells him anything. Now, I jokingly said, but I'm half serious. He looked exhausted after coming out of the dark for four sleeps. He looked debilitated. But what he said to McAfee was, I'm 80 to 90% retired. That's the mindset going in. To the darkness. Shout out Evanescence. LOL. Then he comes out. He finds out Green Bay doesn't want him. All of a sudden, he wants to play football again. To give you a cowherd analogy. You're in a relationship. You don't want to be in it anymore. You want to be single. Well, guess what? You go to make that call, that conversation with your significant other. They tell you they don't want you. Shout out Vince Vaughn, Wedding Crashers. Am I interested? I'm not that interested. Should I play like I'm interested? But I'm not that interested. But she's not. So all of a sudden, I'm starting to get interested. So here she is. Here, here she is. Hypothetically speaking, the Packers telling you, nah, sorry. We don't want you. We don't want you. Oh, you don't want me? Well, I'm still desirable. I'm George Clooney. I'm aging Benjamin Button backwards. I'm going to go find another suitor. I didn't even want to be married again. I'm doing it again. 
And I'm doing it New York with it, Broadway with it, bigger, badder than you ever could a small town dream, baby. That's Aaron Rodgers. So Aaron Rodgers is coming to the Mecca. I host a sh- television show in New York on MSG called The Better Half Hour. How you doing? I am in the New York media. This is the lion's den. And we're not talking Ford Field. Aaron Rodgers coming here is going to be better than daytime soap opera television before Netflix was invented. This is going to be riveting. But from a betting angle, he doesn't even really want to be here. His ego wants to be here. A man who hasn't won in a decade is telling you he has nothing to prove. Yet, as soon as the fragileness within him, which is exposed, the Packers telling him they don't want him, he doubles down on, I need to prove everything. That ain't something I want to back financially. I don't trust it. I'm not ready for it. And again, I'm in New York. I'll wrap my arms around it when it'll happen. I'm going to wait. Said this metaphor yesterday. Go to the gym when no one goes. Go to the grocery store when no one goes. Well, the Packers have dropped the 28-1 to to win the Super Bowl. They were in the Jets position 10 days ago because they had Aaron Rodgers. Last time I checked, he's still on the roster. He doesn't really want to leave. Now he's forcing himself out with the talking and the narrative. And now he has said a fascinating word. I intend to play for the New York Jets. Okay. Well, I intend to intermittent fast and then 945 Eastern hits. And like Seinfeld says, the cookies don't pop out in the kitchen in the morning when you're abundant and full of energy. They pop out when they're when you're weak and you're tired. This could be a catastrophe. Or it could be Broadway Joe round two. All I know is anyone listening, wait, it's March. It's March. And he's bored. All right. This NBA MVP talk is getting riveting. Now we look at these awards. And again, they're not up at the moment, unfortunately, on FanDuel. So we can't go into the odds, but it's starting to swing a little. And as the Joker gets ready to take on Gotham Knicks Nuggets over the weekend, it's going to be fascinating because the Nuggets have not faced a four-game losing streak all season. And they headed into Detroit losing four straight. They're under 500 on the road. But the point is that the value for Jokic could potentially pop back up. Now, they were, I believe... It was 25 wins on triple doubles for Jokic. Shout out Ice Cube to no losses when he dropped that for this team. They lost two in a row when he dropped triple doubles. Joel is playing out of his gourd. And all of a sudden, we have a race for the NBA MVP. Again, I will tell you, sit back for a second and realize that Jokic, in my humble opinion, is still going to win this award. Joel Embiid, it's like, I don't know how to explain it, but he cannot win this award. And it keeps poking him and poking him because Philly fans want it for him, but they really want a a deep playoff run. And they actually have that opportunity in front of them in Philly. I think they're playing excellent basketball. But this MVP talk is distracting, in my opinion. And you're taking the most out of Joel when you can't even really climb up the standings. Go look at the futures for the one seed. It's a lock. Philly ain't getting home court. 
So you should be going into Kawhi load management mode if you're really preparing for the playoffs and they are exhausting Joel Embiid. I still lean Jokic. We'll table this. I'll go into it more on a deep dive at another episode, but park it. Realize the market changes a little bit based off a of sports radio narrative. And right now, people are hammering Embiid to win this when in all actuality, two, three weeks ago, at least according to the juice at the sports book, this was a wrap. It's still Jokic's to lose, in my humble opinion, as we get in. So what I'm sure you're here for, baby, some actionable bets. I got four of them for you. We start out as a SoCal San Diego kid in the tourney Saturday. Hi, how are you? SDSU versus Furman. Who had it in their bracket? I had one of them. San Diego kid, big mazel tov to Dutcher, getting the monkey off his back. He finally wins the predecessor for Steve Fisher in the San Diego State longtime assistant coach program. He wins his first game in March. He also ends a three-year streak of winless Mountain West basketball in the tournament. And again, a lot of people really thought, just saying what I got to say here, that this Charleston team, who if you did your research, never played anyone in the top 100 in Ken Palm, was going to come in and upset San Diego State. And I'm here to tell you that San Diego State, their MO, and again, I've talked about it on the show all week. It's how I'm making my picks because I do not sit here and study college basketball like I do the six other sports that I watch. I, I need you to know who you're listening to. But I did go 4-1 and one against the spread on my picks day one. And my bracket is still very much alive. Check out Volume Sports Merch Madness Tournament, by the way. Merch Madness going along all month on the Volume Sports channel. Your chance to compete against us and win merch from Volume. But what do you look for? As I say in this tournament, if you're not watching every game all the time, you got to look for upperclassmen that have gelled together for a couple years on these teams. You look for coaches and their tournament acumen. Do they have a history of winning? Tom Izzo, great example of a guy that can take a mediocre team in March and make a run. Looking at the idea of who's playing their best basketball, which is a normal thing. We've seen the six seed when there were six seeds and not seven in the NFL playoffs win multiple times. Aaron Rodgers, Packers, believe it or not. Eli Manning's Giants. It happens. So you look at this matchup, Furman. And again, if you realize that Furman and Virginia was these kids played each other growing up, this was everything for Furman in that game. It was. That was their Super Bowl. Now, again, they're hungry for more. People are calling them a Cinderella. No, they're not. They're getting bounced by San Diego State on a Saturday morning by a team that plays excellent team defense phenomenal on the glass has veteran prowess and presence led by our, our guy, Matt Bradley, as I get into it more and you're going against a team in Furman that I got to be honest is happy to be here. Furman is here from one of the worst plays I've ever seen. I don't think an eight year old who doesn't even know how to play Madden would have made that bad of a decision that Clark did in the corner with the timeout in hang. Virginia up one, throws a pick six and a game-winning three for Furman. They're not supposed to be here. 
They won their Super Bowl. San Diego State has played nine consecutive under games. It's because of their tenacious defense. It is a veteran team. Again, Matt Bradley's a 17 points a game guy. Southpaw Savage. 17 points a game with a very supportive cast. I mean, look, between Trammell, Johnson, and where Dutcher really earns his keep, which is what college basketball is all about, accountability on defense, excellent switching. You'll watch San Diego State make some unbelievable switches on defense, and they crash the boards in a way where you got several guys giving you five, six, seven boards. They almost had a double-double off the bench in game one. And if you watch the Charleston game, and again, San Diego State did cover, and I'm telling you to lay five and a half here. They covered, and it was down to .7 and two free throws. It was a six Scotty Van Bad beat. But to me, this game comes down to exactly what San Diego State's MO is and really let that sink into your gambling coffee. This team makes you go off your game. And Furman is actually a very good high-powered offense. They average 82 on the year. But guess what? They've had 73 or fewer in four of their last eight. They aren't playing and firing on all cylinders. 11 out of the last 10 and nine straight for San Diego State has hit the under. They had a tougher matchup, you could argue, in the first round. They were preparing for Virginia. That game was going to end one nothing baseball style. Now they're going against a high-powered juggernaut who's off a Super Bowl. Yeah, I like the better team, the older team, the veteran team, and the better defense. San Diego State to kick off the program. We'll see you, Furman. Cute story. Let's move into the big dogs. Kansas dances. And again, I do not have Kansas repeating. Only six teams ever have repeated. 40.5% of one seeds in the history of this tournament. Inc. A Final Four berth. We are staring at this team, Kansas. And I'm telling you right now, they're not repeating. And the line for tomorrow, which is today when it hits your ears, is minus three and a half and minus 170 against Arkansas. And again, Arkansas is pesky. Arkansas annihilated Illinois. I mean, that was an embarrassing performance for the fighting Illini. But you look at the Jayhawks, and they are balanced. And Jalen Wilson's going to the league. He's a steady 20 points a game guy. DeWan Harris, him and him and Jalen Wilson, the two guys, the two key guys returning from last year's championship team leading this club. And DeWan Harris is more like an eight and 10 points, six to six to eight assist guy. But looking at what Grady Dick, the rookie sensation, did, the freshman rather, who hits about 2.3 threes a game. What he did going 19 and 11, and again, Howard was competitive in the first half. Kansas blew him out in the second. If Wilson's going to give you 20 and 7, and Grady Dick's going to give you 19 and 11, KJ Adams is going to give you 13, McCuller Jr. is going to give you 10, 7, and 5, and Dewan Harris is going to meddle the ship, this is a tough team to beat. 
Now, I got UCLA coming out of this bottom right corner, a pissed off Mick Cronin with my guy Jaime and Tiger Campbell. Yeah, I love the Bruins, but I expect a UCLA-Kansas matchup for the ages. I expect Kansas to get past Arkansas. Now, Arkansas only knocks down five three-pointers a game. That's 350th in college basketball. That's not great. A Kansas team that can score with anyone, a well-balanced club, a team that rebounds Jalen Wilson averages 8.4 boards per game. And I'm telling you, Grady Dick's giving you a double-double on most nights with McCuller being an excellent rebounder. This is just too short of a line. And I think, again, bookmakers have a lot. They have a full plate. They have a lot on their hands. I, a three-and-a-half-point line against Arkansas, I, I think this line should be closer to five, five-and-a-half. This could be a four-point win. This could be 73-70. We lose by the Dustin Hoffman hook. It's sick. But again, a very good free-throw shooting team, a team that does everything better offensively than they do defensively per 100 possessions, per pace, per threes made, field goal percentage versus against, rebounding. The list goes on. Kansas is actually very fundamentally sound. But when they get it going like they did in that second half, I mean, that live line, Covered in the, I nabbed Kansas minus 15 and a half. They covered, they covered the original line. So this team could turn it on quick. And I just think Arkansas is, is getting a number that's a little small. So in a close game that could go either way, I like Kansas to do the little things fundamentally similar to the San Diego state kind of thinking. And they cover the three and a half. We got the Jayhawks, baby. All right. I love this next one. And I'm on a Duke UCLA to both make the final four on a FanDuel parlay, put down a hundred and retire. No, it's 25 to win 800 bucks, but it is a gorgeous ticket and you can still get in on it. Duke is going to beat Tennessee and the line's moving. I got it at two and a half. It's at three. I've seen it up to three and a half. You don't love the two and a half, which I'm laying Take Duke on the money line at minus 156. I am loving them to roll Tennessee. And Rick Barnes, if you know this recent memory, and this is different seating-wise, he doesn't play very well against higher seats. Now, ironically, they're four, Tennessee, and Duke is five. Not the same sits, no double-digit upset here, but it, it happens. And Tennessee, I don't really trust that much. Now, I don't watch a ton of volunteer basketball but I'll tell you, I've watched a lot of John Shire's Duke Basketball Club that, oh, by the way, has not lost in over a month. And it goes back to what I said out the top. Does this team have a history in the tournament? And are they playing good basketball? And where is their head coach? Well, of course, we are not quenching our thirst on all three of those boxes. Shire's first year. This is, this is Coach K turnover year. But what I'm seeing, in that 23-point victory against Oral Roberts, in a 40-23 to 23 onslaught in the first half, easily covering the first half spread, is if Roach can give you 23, and Filipowski, who's a 15-9 and nine guy, who gave you 6-9 and nine in the round one, can give you what they are capable of, which is, again, Filipowski around 15 with a double thumb, Roach giving you right around 20 with the support of Proctor of Mitchell Whitehead off the bench has been e 
enormous five of seven with double digit again in the first round. This team has the pieces to make a run. And everyone's loving the Marquette angle in this corner. I think Duke's coming out of nowhere. And I don't mean nowhere because it's Duke, but everyone's writing them off, putting them in a Kentucky, North Carolina bracket. Yo, this team hasn't lost in a month. You cannot say that about many clubs in this tournament. They're 23rd in, in free throw percentage. They're top 65 in points per game in the country. Tennessee's 118th. I mean, Tennessee lost to AM. They lost to Vanderbilt, who isn't in the tournament. They lost to Florida, who isn't in the tournament. They come in, ending the regular season, two and two in their last four. They're scraping by in the SEC ship game by game. I don't love it. I got to be honest. I don't love it. It is a small, easily coverable line for how well Duke is playing. And again, to shoot just under 50% of the team in college is impressive. But I do think this game comes down to, again, who is the hotter team that is playing better as a unit? And Duke is not relying on one guy. They are relying on Roach to take control. But this is this is starting to, to be a little bit of a scary Duke team. And if this is hitting your ears and you watch them roll Tennessee, I need you to seriously flirt with a Duke Futures. Now, I don't think they're winning at all, but I think a historic franchise like this, kind of playing pressure-free, could be a lethal combo. So I'm on Duke minus 2.5 over Tennessee. And we wrap the show with Auburn plus 5.5. Auburn plus 5.5, and and I'm getting it, and it might move. Over the Houston Cougars, the one seed, and this is solely a timing purchase. Wasn't expecting to make this play. But Auburn looked unbelievably balanced against Iowa, who goes home again for the second straight year in the first round. Embarrassing performance for the Hawkeyes. I digress. Marcus Sasser got hurt. The senior leading the team in points. The captain... The guy that was on the Houston Cougars Final Four team with Samson left the game in the middle of the game against Northern Kentucky. And I tweeted this. Go look at Alex Alex Monaco on Twitter. I'm hammering North Northern Kentucky plus 12 and a half at halftime. Houston ain't running away with this game. So I'm taking a number at five and a half for two reasons. One, Green, Jalen Williams, Allen Flanagan, Johnson, Donaldson, the transfer kid broom, all these dudes. I mean, Auburn had six men in double figures against Iowa and led the whole game and controlled the whole game. Bruce Pearl is a is a nice, nice, subtle, well-coached, people, person, player-friendly leader of men to back in this spot. This could be a good old-fashioned battle down to the last possession type game. We're getting five and a half. You have to take it. Sasser might not play. You hear this early enough, we might get CLV closing line value on this game. Auburn is too balanced, playing too well right now, and again, was a team a couple years back that had national championship expectations. So they are not afraid of the big moment. They play SEC basketball. They've played the Bamas. 
of this of this season. And I don't love what I saw with Houston. And again, Houston, Sheed is more like a 10, 12 game a guy. He had 13. Walker had 16. He averages 11. Roberts had 11. Sharp had 10 off the bench. They had to do a lot. They're not used to doing. At least up upticking it a bit for Houston. The game was 30 to 27. In the first half, people, 116 matchup. You don't think Auburn's covering? Dude, we saw Princeton and Furman win outright. Five and a half. I wouldn't be surprised if Auburn bounces Houston. I'm I'm not even kidding. So we wrap up to reiterate the picks. We're waiting. We're going into the dark, pulling an Aaron Rodgers and meditating on the Jets' futures. We're on Jokic, but we're waiting. A little bit. And we are on San Diego State minus five and a half over Furman. We are in Kansas minus three and a half to cover and win over Arkansas. We are on Duke minus two and a half over the Tennessee Volunteers. And we are on Auburn plus five and a half over Houston. Hate to take three favorites, but too much of short line action. I have to. Thank you for watching. Appreciate you. Subscribe, rate, review. Don't forget to hug your mothers. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. And if you're having some fun, making some bets, want to want to collaborate, want to hit me up. I'm around, baby. Alex Monaco, Moneyline Monaco, across all things social. Don't forget. Hug your mothers. We'll see you next week. This March, take your first shot at College Hoops with FanDuel Sportsbook and get 10 times your first bet amount and bonus bets up to $200. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks on the bracket and you'll land 200 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's 200. You could spend betting everything from the money line to point spreads to that 5 versus 12 seed matchup you've been eyeing. Favorite bets for the tournament. I love UCLA to the Final Four. I do love Alabama to the Final Four as well. There's a world where they match up in the finals. As you know, tomorrow's lay, Kentucky TCU. It is a can't-miss plus 112. All on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. And FanDuel is now live in Massachusetts. Download the app now and take advantage of their great special offers, boosts, and more. There's no better place to bet the tournament than FanDuel Sportsbook. Sign up today by going to FanDuel.com forward slash Monaco and make every moment more with FanDuel all tournament long. Disclaimer. 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager, only $10. Deposit required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com forward slash sportsbook. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Call 1-877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK 467-369-NEW-YORK. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit FanDuel.com forward slash RG. Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342, Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org forward slash chat. Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Kansas 1-877-770-STOP Louisiana visit mdgamblinghelp.org Maryland 1-800-522-4700 Wyoming or visit www.100gambler.net West Virginia The Volume